I got I got a few people trying to tune in. Hey everybody. Um I am being interviewed by Nerds Order Music, right? Um and you guys should totally go check them out on Instagram and TikTok, Nerds Order Music. And this is Zach. Zach is really cool. He, we already did an interview together about your satisfaction is fake and we're going to talk about a bunch of new stuff. I I don't know. I'm super psyched to 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 hear what you have to ask me and i know you watch you said you watched the i'm music. also excited the music video caught my attention for done with you but i want to hear like the meaning behind the song first from your perspective so you want to hear the meaning behind done with you right yes so the song was done before or under the title intention uh in slash tension uh with an s um but it it never sat right with me man you know, um, you work with a lot of bands, you know, that sometimes you finish a song, you release it, and then there's just something bugging you about it, and you can't quite put your, your finger down as to what it is, like that what musical nuance about the song is not right. So after like a year of like listening and re-listening, I was like, fuck this, I'm just going to redo the whole song. So I sat down like during COVID with uh, all of my band members who we were all spread uh, throughout different um, places in the world, and I got back in touch with Chris from Trophy Wives. He was a. Uh, do you remember Trophy Wives? You're a Warped Tour kid. I I do. It's just I'm trying to put my finger on it because it's like I remember, but at the same time, it's like foggy in a way. Like my memories are foggy on that. I feel that, dude. Trophy Wives is like OG pop punk, and Chris is a great. Chris Pickett's a great engineer up in Rhode Island, um, and he he actually makes your satisfaction is fake. So I was like. You know what, man? You did your magic, and you did your magic with your satisfaction is fake, and I just want this song to hit harder. This song is about being pissed off. It's about telling your bullies, I'm done with you. I'm just done with you. It's about rebelling against uh, homophobia and rebelling against internalized homophobia and all those feelings that you have inside you that keep telling you how much you suck. It's just saying, no, I, I, I don't suck. I'm not this horrible person. Like... This voice inside me is not who I am. I don't know who it is, but it is part of that toxic society. And that's what Done With You is about. It's just a big F you to people who want to keep putting you down, you know? I love that. And honestly, like, I still love what you said about it. This song's going to piss off a lot of homophobes. I'm like, yes, it will. And I love that. That was literally our tagline. I was, uh, people were like, how are you going to go about promoting this? I'm like, what the hell is there to promote? This song is just going to piss a lot of people off and it's going to piss the right kind of people off. And I always love, uh, the, the notion that, you know, man, the first pride was not a parade. It was a fucking riot. And I think in 2021, uh, the LGBT society needs another riot, a non-violent one. But, you know, the best non-violent kind of riot is through art. It's through music. And exactly. that's that's what Done With You is about. It's basically uh, that part inside every single one of us. LGBT or not, we're all bullied at one point in our life. But it's that part inside you that just wakes up and says enough, you Definitely. know? Definitely. Like, we're all victims of bullying. Like you said, LGBT or not. Like, me, I'm not even part of the community yet. I support everyone in it. Like, my brother, he transitioned, and family gave him a lot of shit, told all of them to fuck off. But it's like, even though I'm, quote-unquote, the straight, cis, whatever dude you want to call it, whatever the norm is for that, I don't care who you are. As long as you go with me, I'm good with you. Trans, bi, pan, gay, whatever. I don't have an issue with anyone. 
But man, do you know how important it is to have allies? Like, it's important to be understood by the the general society, I'd like to say, because it's that there's so much about being a a cis white guy that can be so potentially toxic. And the fact that you are a cis white guy that is so welcoming and loving is so important, dude. Yeah, like, I don't believe in spreading hatred. I just want to help everyone I can who's a decent person. I don't hold grudges for no dumb reason, like gender identity, sexuality. Like, who gives a f- no my my language? Just yeah. let people be people. End of story. Hey, dude. You know, one of the things I would say about no hugs is like, if you're mad, just fucking swear. Stop oppressing your feelings. So if that's what you want to do, just do it. <laughs> yeah, but I should be a bit better about it. Also, you mentioned Warped Tour recently. I'm wearing a shirt for Warped Tour <laughs> as we're doing this. Is that a 2018 Warped Tour shirt? Yes. <laughs> Sick. By the way, isn't this interview going to be uploaded on YouTube afterwards? Yeah, I will. I have to do some editing for a few others I've done recently. But yeah, I'm going to put this one up as fast as I can. Yeah, so you guys, if you want to see how Zach looks like, I know he has like a gorgeous voice. Uh, uh, you can go no, I don't. Out. Yeah, you do. You have a really nice... I, I like your talking voice. Uh, you guys can go check out the Thank interview. You. Thank you. I'm not paying attention to the chat, you guys, only because like uh, we're already late and I want to I want uh, respect. Yeah next time but uh I'll, oh don't I'll- worry my next one's at eight you got plenty of time also i can't see the comments anyway even though i want to i'll probably watch your uh, our version of this on your tiktok as like as soon as we wrap up yeah everybody's basically saying hello uh they say that you have an adorable voice <laughs> i always thought my voice was ugly as shit so thank you <laughs> i'm gonna start paying attention to it no, bro. No, it's not ugly as shit. Nobody's ugly as shit. Everybody in the No Hugs fam is freaking beautiful. That's that's the whole point behind this. Thank you. Uh, but uh, you I still got to get a poster for No Hugs. I got to get myself one of those. Oh, man. I'd love to send you some merch now that I got the merch store together. I feel like the last time we spoke was when I was trying to kind of organize the No Hugs merch yeah. store. Yeah. I still yeah, love we- that bunny. I still love that fucking bunny. Yeah. Sam is going to live on forever through No Hugs. Sam the bunny, man. Yes, he will. Uh, my next question is probably going to be about the music video. Like, how did that whole thing come together? So the music video has a few different elements. So you said your brother is part of the transgender community. Did I get that right? Yeah. So uh, a big part of that video is uh, one of the things that I wanted to portray is that sometimes the abusers are also part of the LGBT community, what's known as like internalized homophobia. And there is a kid in there that we see bullying another person who is transgender as we come find out later on the music video. Uh, so the, the whole thing came together by a few different cinematographers who were just fantastic and already had the content. And I told them the story that I wanted to to say, and we, we just pieced it all together. That's awesome. Yeah, I was watching, I, I'm seeing all the different people, all the different perspectives. And I wanted to like see how you got that to play out. The, the thing is that I'm not the first, nor am I gonna be the last person that's trying to paint a very clear picture when it comes to bullying. Um, and you know, there's other artists out there and I always want to encourage collaboration, you know? Cause yeah. you know, cinematographer is an artist. The director is an artist, actors are artists. And when we all come together, we can just um, shout our message a little louder than each one on our own. So, you know, collaboration is everything in life. Collaboration is everything when it comes to music. Um, so it's basically my story, my perspective, and 
other like combined with other people's stories and perspectives and art mediums and just i mean honest to god that's probably my most favorite music video that we have up today because it just says so much and for me personally the more i rewatch it the more i see different facets of bullying and uh, homophobia and and just rising up against that so um I'm, i'm just incredibly proud of everyone's art and everyone's effort behind it i love it honestly I can't stop watching it. I've watched it, okay, in total, I've probably watched it about maybe 30 times around that. Oh my god, thank you so much. I try to study things as much as possible, but I just, I just, I just enjoy the hell out of it, too, so I'm like, let me just replay this. Thank you but, so much. I think I have a few people in the chat that says, Narcy has created, honestly, the most clearest picture of bullying I have seen. Well, I'm glad I'm glad that people feel that way because bullying is just something that I will not stand for. I will not be passive Same. about it. I will not let anyone in the No Hugs family get bullied online. Dude, you you'll be surprised how much how many toxic people there are on TikTok just trying to assert their toxicity upon other people. Um okay. and and then I won't stand for it any if I need to be a shield in front of every single person that's being bullied, then I will be. I'll, I'll gladly lay my life down for anyone that I feel is being mistreated or abused, you know? And I feel <laughs> that. Just, yeah, I, that's just... Like, all, you know? all online outlets can be places for toxicity. There's no free site from that. Whether it be TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Reddit. <laughs> but, oh, oh my but, God. You just say Reddit? <laughs> hey, that's one of the worst. <laughs> Yes, it is. It's also one of the funniest, too, because they have a lot of funny, like, sections, too. Like, cursed images and all that fun shit. But every place... Reddit for me to go act up. There's too many hackers on Reddit, bro. I can't. too many. (laughs) Yeah, there's never a safe place without toxicity. You just gotta fight through it. Like, I've been bullied. I know a lot of people in this chat and who are watching have been bullied. Here's one thing you gotta do. One foot in front of the other. Just don't give a fuck. Keep moving forward and ignore their shit. No matter how hard it is, just keep going at it. That's what I do. Man, sometimes it feels like the more adversity that comes into your life and the more the obstacles, the stronger you'll rise. I mean, or, <laughs> like you you will either let adversity take you down the mudslide or you'll fucking dig your feet into the mud and refuse to slide with it, you know? That's kind of what I did, actually. Like, you already know my story about the person trying to make me off myself and now I now I'm here doing this. Like, seriously, I've been through that. Bro, I know your story, but I'd love for you to share it again just so more people can hear where you're coming from. You are a living example of of strength, and and, uh, that's why I love like the first our first conversation because you you wear your heart on your sleeve and i feel like so many decent people wear their heart on their sleeve and admitting that uh you were being bullied and admitting that you reached a low point in your life is actually strength it's not a sign of weakness you know yeah. and now i do this which is like a result of that so i'm happy as hell like i'm i love the journey i would never change the hell i've endured because from that hell this came out and i i love what i'm doing now I'm just getting these going. That's awesome, man. I'm proud of you. Seriously. I'm going to be real. Even though it was probably the worst engagement of my fucking life, I love the end result because now I'm doing this. Music saved my life, and now I work in it. The music saved my life is such an understatement sometimes, you know? It is. Some people don't get it. Some people are like, oh, this song saved me because I like it. Because, you know, that's how some people are. But... People who don't look at the 
lyrics really don't understand what that saying is. Some people who actually examine the lyrics and look at the purpose can truly get that. I feel that I'm, I'm a lyricist. I write all I, I write the the lyrics behind all the no hug songs. And, you know, one of the most I'm really proud of the lyrics and done with you because I feel like the the song actually started as a poem that I had to manipulate into the form of a song. Um, and it kind of has a few really quirky Fallout Boy elements, which I'm a big fan of old school Fallout Boy. Uh, they're good as hell. I love their shit. Um, their lyrics. They, you want to talk lyrics, you, you study Fallout Boy. But uh, oh, that line that says, you know, stick up your lies in a pile of mass deception. I cannot fix the things that broke with just intention. And to me, that that's that's the lyric that speaks the loudest because how true is that? It's because I have the intention to, to fix shit that you broke, that the other person broke. It doesn't mean that my intention and goodwill is ever going to fix what, what, what you went out of your way to, to destroy. And that, that speaks on so many different levels, like friendship, relationships, parents. It does. It's insane. Yeah. I already resonate with that, too. It's like that. It's just mind-blowing. <laughs> uh, sorry if I seem a little bit out of it. I've been running on, like, one hour of sleep. No, dude, you're not out of it. No, no you're good. You're good. Oh, man. But yeah, I, I think music is such a powerful thing and a good way of self-expression. And I feel like the songs with the most pain in them are the ones that have the most emotion and that can help the most people, which is why I love No Hugs, honestly. I can tell a lot of pain and emotion went into your stuff from Satisfaction is Fake to Done With You. Honestly, I don't know if I should say thank you. I don't know what the right response I get it. But man, if you're feeling my heartbeat when I sing and when you listen to my Yeah, if if you feel if you feel me through my songs, then I think I'm doing my job right, honestly. Exactly. Uh, if that makes sense, because I am a kind of person that went from being a super shy girl like a super shy girl to being abused but throughout my entirety of my high school career because of homophobes to becoming who I am today, which is basically a person that will make sure that doesn't happen to other younger kids. And uh, I, I feel like my pain is something that I had to work through. And, you know, the word trauma is just such a big word. Um, but I'm proud of the fact that I can speak to your soul with my soul within three and a half minutes that's wonderful it is and honestly like pain is a teacher for a lot of us and some people don't get that some people are like i hate being in pain i'm like yeah it sucks but you learn a lot from it which is the important thing you do you do pain pain toughens you up you know exactly it's it's kind of like when you're learning guitar what a lot of people don't know is that when you first start learning guitar, your fingers hurt so much and then they harden up and they harden up and they harden up to the point where you don't feel it anymore. I'm actually trying to learn guitar. I really want to. So I can start releasing my stuff because my friend's a drummer and I'm trying, I have a friend who does bass. So I'm trying to either like learn the guitar and find a vocalist or have the people at the label I work with help me out because they did say they would. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I want to put them as much of this together myself as I can. I honestly think that you should. I started with piano, and here I am 12 instruments later. That's, um, that's amazing. I never stopped. I, I went to college, and every time I saw an instrument that, that moved my heart, I just tried to learn it. And it's not even about being 
masterful at them. You don't need to be a virtuoso or the best. Just do it until your heart is content and it fills you with joy. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's like you just play to what makes you happy. You don't have to be Van Halen or some crap like that. Just play. I mean, Van Halen, I actually saw a recent interview, started playing guitar because it made him so freaking happy. How are you ever going to get to the Van Halen level, that prodigy level, if it doesn't make you happy? You're just going to exactly. give up on it. Music is power, and that's what I love most about it. It is. And it's emotion. It's happy rage depression whatever the hell you're feeling just put it in there and people people will synchronize with you that's true oh man i st i still love like the symbolism of that video you put up i think it's amazing do you mind if i ask you like what what are some of your favorite moments in the music video honestly just seeing the bullying and then how they're coming up from it because i've experienced that so i definitely resonated with that immediately from the bus one to the guy selecting the suit or the, I'm not, what was it? I'm trying to think of the other clothing item. Like, I don't want to get the name wrong. So, I don't no. know. You're, are you talking about the... Uh, the guy, yeah, the guy with the, like, the Afro-like hair, the mustache holding the suit, and I think it was the dress or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, you try to decide because you want to see which one you want to wear. But there's symbolism in that, too. It's like okay. you're just trying to be yourself, and that's what's important. In that particular scene, and what I found most empowering is you have what's seemingly a white guy. Seemingly, that's the, the first thing is like the stereotypical white guy with a scruff. And then you see the struggle of that white guy between holding a suit and holding a dress. And one is liberation and the other is oppression. Because clothing has a lot to do with self-expression and self-expression can liberate you. You know, like that's why a suit and a tie to me to some people, it's the equivalent of handcuffs, dude. Like, oh, for sure. a tie is a symbolism to oppression. And I thought that the the actor portraying that did a, did a great job. Just just that whole moment, you know? It's so true, because, like, I always wear whatever the fuck I want. Like, death shirts, gothic stuff, whatever. Warped tour. But, like, I, I only wear what I have to if it's for, like, a job or some shit. And that feels like cuffs in itself, because, like, you want to just express yourself, not follow what people make you do and clothing what you listen to what you worship even are all signs of that like oppression that's true that's why it was so important to me dude when i was uh, creating the merch store there's every single pride flag because no matter who you are i wanted everyone to feel represented a little bit you know yeah so Honestly, there was so much work behind it because just to make all those designs took so many hours and I, and I had actually some people help me out. But I, I want every single person going to my merch store to go, she has my flag. Like, that's me, you know, because yeah. part of No Hugs is like being part of a community. And and, and I love I, I, I posted some videos. I don't know if you saw on Instagram uh, of some kids getting my merch. And they were just I have. I saw that the one with the girl. She was like so happy. That was, yeah. that, that was adorable. I oh, love that. Yeah. It's just, it made me happy to see people smile just because they were wearing um, uh, clothes that made them feel safe and included and loved. Clothes yeah. are, are such a big thing when it comes to feeling yourself. Because like you said, you want to be goth, be goth. You want to be emo, be emo. You want to be like fucking gay and wear rainbow, wear rainbow. Nobody cares, you know? Exactly. I just find it unfortunate that people still treat others like garbage because of what they want to do with their lives. I hate it. 
hell I suffer from it. My mom every day, like, why are you doing this band stuff? It's so stupid. I'm like, you know what? At least I'm not miserable as fuck. Like, there's a big difference. Well, I I find actually someone asked me quite recently, like Narcy, what was the best advice you've ever gotten from someone? I was like, the best advice I got from someone is do not take advice from unsuccessful people. Because it's not advice if they have failed at something. It's just them projecting their toxic criticism upon you. Because to exactly. me, when somebody's successful, they can walk you through their mistakes and they can walk you through their success, their, their perseverance, right? But when somebody is a miserable person, like, what are you going to teach me about being happy? Nothing. Exactly. When you haven't mastered that for yourself you know that's why i can't wait to move out and be like bye uh. i feel like there's a lot of kids in the lgbt plus community that are, are stuck at home with toxic parents and toxic guardians because of money money being a big that's, issue that's my I'm in the same situation I, I feel that and and you know as, as a person i used to be in that boat up until i came to the u.s um because i'm from a i'm from an island man it doesn't get any smaller than that you know what I mean? You can't yeah. escape anyone. Um, and, and I'm just going to say that you guys are also strong. And and I want you to keep on being strong. And, and don't let your parents, if they're toxic, project toxicity and insecurities upon you. It's very, very simple. A lot of people feel like, oh, you should always listen to your parents. And I'm like, do you realize how many toxic individuals are out there you don't need a degree to be a parent all you need to do is you know have the right parts and you'll create a kid it, you know what i mean it doesn't really qualify you so true for being a wonderful individual per se so so true like okay you're a parent like congratulations you you I want have a fucking cookie organs it's like congratulations <laughs> There's, there's so much more that goes into it. Like, yeah, you can be a mother and a father, but that doesn't mean you're a mom and a dad. Because to it can me, mean you're like really shit parents. Like, because I can relate to that perfectly. Honestly, it sucks. Being a parent doesn't make you a good person. Or, or my favorite line: "You're my kid, so I own you." Me? Oh, really? <laughs> you want to continue that? You do not. You do not procreate so that you can have ownership over another person. That's slavery. This, That's ain't, po this, this ain't Pokemon, son of a bitch. Like, you own another person. That's literally the definition of slavery. Your kids are not meant to be there to be your sl your slaves. Your kids are meant to be there so that you can empower them into being good members of society. Exactly. And just, you're not supposed to live through them. You're not supposed to control them. They're different human beings. They're not your property. And I wish more parents just understood that. Unfortunately, this older generation doesn't get it I, wow okay so I'm, I'm getting a whole okay boomer kind of vibe <laughs> but it's it's just pe people don't know how to treat people anymore like the love is gone and it's disappointing they think love can be bought with money it's like what happened to the emotions man in this community the love is very real because the the core of the nohawk community is love that's why I, that's I why i love the people group. as they come yeah, man. Like, honestly, like, I've had people come up to me and tell me, like, you know, I, I'm a wolf. I literally had a person who, like, I like howling. I'm like, I like howling at the moment. I'm like, man, you're not, I don't give a shit. You're not hurting anyone. Want to be a wolf? Exactly. Yet? Just do your own shit. It's your life. <laughs> honestly, as long as you're not harming yourself or har harming anyone else in any, like, unproductive way. I know that's kind of a silly example, but, like. It, uh, hey, it's if it's true, it's true, right? Man, we take people 
we and i say we because you should see how kind all of my followers are to each other we have some of the like i feel like our community is just one of the most vibrant because everybody knows they can be themselves they know that they can make a joke and nobody's gonna be like that was racist that was ableist blah 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 it's like it was a joke like if you hurt someone then of course apologize yeah like like i do a lot of dark humor so i would definitely feel that it's like I joke, I joke about everything, even my own depression. So I definitely feel that. But yeah. yeah. Just like have the dignity to admit to yourself that you're not perfect and that's fine. And and as long as you're like never going out of your way to hurt people, just exist and love one another, yeah. you know? Like perfection. I hate that term so much. Like from a, from a guy who does who loves science, perfection is it's stupid. There's... If everything was perfect, there's no continuation. There's no evolution. There's no making something better. It is a roadblock, mm -hmm. in my opinion. And I hate perfection because of that reason. With perfection, there's no evolution. And there's no making something better. So fuck perfection in all of its entirety. I love that you're bringing the evolution concept up when it comes to perfection. That is extremely intellectual. Um, a lot of people don't know that part of evolution is mutation, and genetic mutation is actually what got us up to here so far. Exactly. <laughs> okay, if a white straight dude can understand this, why can't everybody else? <laughs> I feel like we should crown you king of white straight Please dudes. don't. I wish they were all like you. I hate popularity. I hate popularity. Well, you can be an unpopular king, hey. That's true. I just like doing my own thing. Oh, oh I love it. That was good. <laughs> oh boy. This this made my day. This this really did. This yeah. week has been an emotional fucking roller coaster. Hey, like you can always come talk to me. All my followers know that. All my family members know that. You can also like turn to my DMs are always open. I have an open DM policy. I see quite a lot of people charging to message people, and I'm I'm just laughing at that. I'm like, I can't do that. That's so fucked. You inbox someone, bro. That is just messed up. That's just no. I no. That's just terrible. It's horrible. Horrific. It that's where society's come to. Like it's um, called freedom of speech for a reason, folks. I honestly, um, I actually started a foundation called uh, Focus on Love, um, and uh, we are trying to raise money and we give money to to different projects like uh, kids with cancer, um, LGBT plus uh, foundations. Just you know, trying to do the right thing. The first project we did was actually cancer by MCR, which went quite well in Cyprus. Um, we were funding um, a f quite a few organizations that were working with cancer patients. And, uh, you know, I was checking what other influencers are doing and like how do their source of income comes in. And I saw people like charging for literally Instagram messages. And I'm like, okay, if you're going to charge someone, just make the proceeds go somewhere that makes freaking sense. Exactly. Okay, like, for example, I'm going to call you. It's going to cost like, I don't know, 30 bucks, but those $30 are going to go toward so-so foundation. Like, fair enough. That's a great way to raise money and engage like with your, your fan base. Like, awesome. But you're telling me I'm going to pay $30 and $30 are going to go to you just so you can call me and say, hi, what's up for five minutes. That's just no, that's like, terrible. That's greedy. That's just corporate America right there. 
Oh boy, there's this song that a band did that described our country perfectly. It's it's literally called America by Motionless and White. Mm-hmm. I can love them. That's an awesome song, dude. I love Chris from Motionless, dude. Uh, it, fits, it fits this country way too well, which is unfortunate. Yeah, we, we played with Motionless in White in 2018, and uh, just awesome people. Awesome Here people. Like a, I think Chris is a better Marlon Manson. Like, don't crucify me for saying that. It's just my own humble opinion. And I, I'll, I'll go get my cross. I'm kidding. You're fine. <laughs> dude, I love Marlon Manson. I grew up on that dude. Um, Same. Oh, yeah. my God. The flashbacks. The MCR, Marlon Manson. Like, all the flashbacks is coming back now. The early 2010s. Yeah, like a story so far. Yeah. Oh, so good. Tokyo Hotel, bro. Oh, you're not, now you're just taking me back. Yeah, Tokyo. Everybody forgot about Tokyo Hotel. I thought Freaking they were... Memory Road here. Damn. Yo, it's like, everybody... Okay, this is a realization that I made a few years ago, and nobody seems to be piecing it together, but... Dude, emo was just like what anime is now. Like we had the same hair, we had the colors, and people were like just not seeing that emo and anime is the same thing, you know? Coming from a weeb, I agree with you entirely. It's just like I knew emos that had like Naruto and Goku hair before Naruto and Goku were like a thing, dude. Oh my lord, I feel that. I I fucking feel that. I was one of those guys, so I feel that. It's true. I don't know why nobody's like when you see like Madara in Naruto. He just looks like mega emo, dude. He looks like a skin girl. He uh, does. He even got them contact lenses. <laughs> bro, it's true. I don't know why people are not seeing that. It's the same thing with a different name. This is why cosplayers exist. Oh my god, dude! Like I saw like uh, do you watch My Hero Academia? I saw like a picture of Bakugo, and mm-hmm. I was like. Like, looks like a, an emo lesbian and nobody's getting it like nobody nobody sees that Bakugo is like like he has the emo hair and he has the attitude and like it's just it does. oh I, re- I remember seeing the first episode of season 3 premiere at Anime Boston back when it was like first dropping they did like a little pre- premiere with all the voice actors there it was fucking great Dude, I'm laughing because somebody wrote Levi from Attack on Titan is is the emo of Attack on Titan, dude. That's so true. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I agree with that 100%. Bro, Levi looks a little bit like Marlon Manson if Marlon Manson was like a soldier. You, you, you got a good point. You got me something to think about. Oh, it's true, though. It's true. It is. Uh, I actually just finished listening to um, some early J-pop. I just I expanded my horizons a bit more recently. Yeah, so now I can go from classical to J-pop to straight up death metal. Okay, man, I grew up with Visual K. Like, you know, my grandpa's Japanese. Yeah. I grew up with Japanese music, and honestly, I some of the most prodigic, prodigic um, rock music is Japanese. And Honestly, I feel that. I wish instead of the shit K-pop, more people listen to J-Rock, because it's just... Oh my goodness. Like, so far, my favorite J-artist has been uh, Miki Matsubara. I wish she was still alive today. She did Stay With Me. If that rings a bell. I... I don't know her, but I, uh... When we were in LA, when we played Whiskey at Gogo, we actually played with a J-Rock band um, who was kind of like a Japanese Steel Panther. Ah. As epic as you think. They were. I, I need to listen to that now. Yeah, yeah, they were called. Uh, oh my God, what was? It? Oh, Tokyo Spandex. That was their name. Tokyo. I will have to look that up. 
bro they were just so good but they so happen to tell us that um x japan owns a studio in la and a lot of the j-rock that we hear the commercial j-rock is being recorded in los angeles because miyavi actually owns one of the best high-tech studios in los angeles that's great yeah, the, the artist I mentioned, it's J-pop from like the 70s and 80s, so that's probably why it doesn't sound familiar. It's like really old. A lot of the songs are using memes. The Stay With Me is using a lot of memes. How does it go? Will you sing for us? I can't sing for shit, but I'll send it to you later. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I'm still trying to learn Japanese. <laughs> Wait, uh, if you need any tips, just ask me. Uh, I, I will. A lot of my TikTok followers are always like, yo, speak Japanese, yo, speak speak um uh speak greek and i'm like uh, okay okay oh i don't know why i said miyavi i'm in yoshiki my bad my bad all right <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> this has been too much fun i don't sound like a freaking poser yeah but yoshiki the drummer of extra pan uh owns one of the best studios in la and um i it was a revelation to me that there's good japanese music being recorded on american soil you know Honestly, I would. I'm surprised. I didn't think that was the case. Yo, somebody says, "Do not do an Ollie London, though." How dare you compare me to Ollie London? I lose my shit. How dare you? Oh my goodness. Saranghe. <laughs> that, that, that deserves a round of applause. Oh my god. Who was the one who commented that? What was his name? Yo, dude, or, they're like insulting intelligence, bro. Mm -hmm. I feel like my intelligence was insulted. Like, don't compare me to Ollie London, for God's sake. What was the name of the person who made that comment? Um, I can't. It's I. It says Jaden here. Yeah, Jaden. Jaden. Jaden, you have my round of applause. Also, fuck you. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hey, don't don't insult people. I was I'm just kidding. kidding. I know. I know. I know. I know. Oh my goodness. That was good though. Uh, what what is kidding? Say I'm not not me. It's just hey Narcy, don't don't read up in the chat. Oh no, what have oh, you? Oh no, what happened? I'm just gonna leave them to it. I mm -hmm. I have no idea. I have a person here that likes pushing people off of stairs. Apparently, wait uh, what? I don't know, man. Again, don't judge. I don't know. When I heard pushing someone off the stairs, I'm like, do I need to call? Oh life my life? goodness! Oh my Ooh. goodness! Not literally, more like in a fun talk chat kind of way. Like, yeah, I, don't... No, I get it. I was just messing around. Help, I fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> oh, that brings back a memory. The remember the girl who remember the lady who did that ad? Which ad? The one with the life alert. Help, I fallen and I can't get up. I don't think I've ever seen that man. It was like on TV. They were promoting life alert for like old people. I don't think I've ever. Seen... I know oh. what. But I don't think I've seen the ad. And the one who advertised died because she felt she couldn't get up. She didn't wear what she advertised. Oh. That is, I'm like, that is really bad, but also really Funny. comedic, which is kind of fucked for me to say. <laughs> like, you you fell, you couldn't get up, and you couldn't call for help because you didn't wear what you advertised. I'm sorry, but that's just stupidity. So this lady's actually in the ad and she's not wearing a life alert? She wasn't wearing it after she did the advertisement. She fell, she couldn't get up, and she died. I'm like, that's fucked. Wait, is it in real life? Yeah, I'm not even joking. That's what that's what's fucked up about it. Oh, I just understood what you said. That's really messed up, man. It is. She like she died from not doing what she advertised, and I'm like, that's messed up. But at the same time, that's just that's terrible dark. timing. 
like dark right there, man. That's that has some dark humor in the making. Wow. Yeah. I don't it's know. Like, um, I don't know. Uh, anyway, let's let's talk about something else. That's just bad. All right. Jeez, now I'm thinking about all the stuff I've seen in Tokyo. Bloody hell, I want to go back. Well, I'm not back. I want to go. I've been looking on Google a bunch of shit, and I really want to go to Tokyo. Yeah, yep. That's the place to be for sure. Uh, but yeah, I've just been actually did a few re-listens to um, Satisfaction and Steak again. I, I actually just got some new speakers here. I, mean, I, I finally got them up. I had to buy converters for like the wire, and I finally got those things going. I tested out. Um, I think of the name. Satisfaction is fake. I tested it. The freaking ground was shaking like a motherfucker. Bro, are you trying to tell me you were blasting Satisfaction is fake on your? Yes. Screen? Let me let me let me let me actually turn my camera to get the speaker view. I was using like the big big ones. Oh, I just got these surround system. That looks neat. Yep, I have surround sound and I have those. I'm just blasting them out. Nice, dude. Wait, is that dead miles? Is that dead mouse? Is that freaking yes. dead mouse? Yes, it is. I have two helmets in the back room. I'm not going to... Actually, I could grab... No. <laughs> Bro, I met dead mouse at Berkeley my first semester. It was... You lucky son of a... <laughs> Damn it. She's been one of my... He's also an inspiration of mine. I actually have two heads. I actually... I have the head in the poster and the head of um, one of his older helmet designs. Bro, me being like a naive freshman, I saw dead mouse. I thought it was a guy cosplaying. And I almost went out to him to ask, like, what anime are you cosplaying? But thank God somebody was like, yo, that's Dead Mouse. He's a super famous DJ. And I was like, I'm so happy I didn't ask him what anime he was cosplaying because that would have been so stupid. Want to hear a funny story about that, actually? Wait, I was what? like, on. I wore one of my mouse heads and someone was like, are you cosplaying someone from Summer Wars? I'm like, first of all, no. Second of all, I know that movie. So I get where he got it from. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, for crying out loud. The kid was like six, and then some other kid goes, "Look, mom, evil, evil Mickey," and I'm like, "Make you just give your kid and let that slide." Dude, um, actually, we do have a new song coming out in a few weeks. We're having a new song called "Kisses Are Through," which is a little more on the mellow side. Uh, right. Like, super interested to to hear what you have to uh, say about that. It's uh, it's gonna be a really sweet ballad that's coming out with a bit. With, with like a lot of pain and a, and a super real backstory. I wrote it about my ex-girlfriend and uh, I've been actually really excited to release this song for the longest time. So uh, we're gonna have quite a few releases before the album that are songs from the album. And I'm even having an Orgel version of all the songs the released as an album. Uh, since you're into anime, I don't know if you're like, uh, you know, like a little music box versions of every single song, like Satisfaction is Fake. And I look forward to it. Oh man, I've been having a, a a really really fun time just creating those. I can't wait to hear it. You got me excited as hell for this. Oh yeah. Uh, do you have any more questions about done with you? I feel like I've, we've we've talked about Honestly, a thousand things. We talked about so much. Shit. I love yeah, how we yeah. go from let's talk about this song half an hour later. But what's this about Japan? <laughs> it's like we just go to a bunch of different topics. It's all good, man. I mean, honestly, like, I've done fun. a lot of interviews, I've done a lot of TV interviews, and I've done a lot of, like, national radio interviews, and it always feels like they care more about time and playing the advertising spots in between that about the artist, and uh, this is fun. It's just, like, nice to see someone that's trying to get to know me as a person as well as, like, yeah. in a band. I like making these fun. Like, I don't like making these by the book. Fuck that shit. 
I like making these entertaining. Actually, I added a new question to my roster, which has been getting a lot of people like surprised. <laughs> I just flipped the script entirely. This I just it's um. Do you have any questions for me? And people are like, "Wait, what the fuck?" <laughs> it's so fun. It is. It is. Of course, it is. I added that in after I think episode fifty nine. I added that in. I have to double check, but it's more recent. I just put that in my script. I'm like, you know what? Let's make this more fun for everyone. <laughs> And if anyone else in the chat has questions for me, let me know. Yeah, do you guys have any questions for Zach? Any questions about the song? Oh, I'm seeing a lot of stuff here. Give me one second. I'm going to send this to Narcy. To what? Oli Narcy. Who the hell is calling me Oli Narcy? What the hell happened in this chat? You guys comparing me to Ollie London? I'm, I'm actually going to get off the face of the internet if that starts being a thing. I'm not joking. This is where the fun begins. I'm going to take like five seconds to talk about that kid. Go for it. About, do you know who Ollie London is, Zach? I feel like... Vaguely, yeah, but dude, honestly, me. like He's one of the most blatant... Uh, Ollie London is like this dude from England who want, who who wanted to change nationalities and become Korean, and he's had like. 20 oh, I've seen that. So that's who that is. Okay, guys, like for sure, for for real. That's Ollie London is one of the most homophobic people I have ever ever seen on the internet. He is just all in all queer baiting every single one of you. And uh, I have a new video coming out about him tonight. He has exposed himself. So many people recorded him saying shit like, I only support Black Lives Matter because I want to stay relevant. Like, can you believe that? That's, that's, that's fucked. So I'm sorry, but he came no. out as non-binary because he was trying to hop on the non-binary hype. And when that didn't work out for him, he started coming out as transracial. What the hell even is transracial even mean? Like, I'm sorry. Oh. There's only, like, a certain level of stupidity, but, like, when you're actually trying to exploit the already exploited LGBT plus community, I have you to just, You're doomed. You're fucked at that point. I mean, I mean, honestly, you want to be Korean? Go to Korea, live there for 10 years, get a freaking passport, and stop bothering us about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like he's, he's mocking. Like, you're a weeb. You're into Japanese culture, but you yeah. never physically change your body to become Japanese. Of course not. No. There's so many things about Korea that are more to slanted eyes. I think that dude is a is trying to become a stereotype of a Korean person. Probably. Point, you know? I still I can't believe like, he did that. Like, I've been seeing that joke. I'm like, who is this? Did he actually change? I didn't know what his name was. Like, changing gender, that's fine. Like, do whatever you want with your body. But when you're trying to exploit and then go nuts about it, I'm sorry, but there is a line. Honestly, uh, to me, what doesn't, like, <laughs> he is trying, like, to educate Korean people as to how to speak Korean. He had his dog step on the Korean flag. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I don't mean to make this, like, a, a hate Ali London, because I don't hate Ali London, because I've never met him in my life. But I do detest every single action he has publicly taken uh, towards shaming Korea, because I think South Korea is a country with very rich history and in active warfare with North Korea, and there's a lot of pain and a lot of pride into being South Korean. Um, and I think the dude's making a complete mockery out of a great, great culture. If yeah. he was actually doing that to, like, my culture, I, it's the same with, like, Trumpsters, you know, making a mockery oh out of God. being American, you know? Dude, that's, we why I hate my, that's why I hate half this country already. It's like they're just ruining what good people there are left. 
Yeah, honestly, like being an American is not the stereotypical hillbilly supporting Trump. And I feel like we all detest people that are making a mockery out of a great nation, whether whether that's Korea or England or South or like or or America. Or it's like anything, really. It's just there are boundaries you don't cross with people, culture and everything in between. Mm -hmm. And some idiots tend to cross those lines for publicity to be relevant. And look what happens to them. Yeah, I, I mean, somebody recorded a voicemail. Uh, actually, and it has been cycling this past few weeks where all London was like, oh, I'm just like being LGBT to stay relevant. Oh, I'm just supporting Black Lives Matter because there's hype behind it. And I'm just like, you're an idiot. You're, you're an idiot without opinion. You're doing this for money. You're doing this for publicity. And and do you go to sleep at night feeling fulfilled and, and, and happy? No, you don't. I'm just looking. Oh, sorry, you go. I'm just looking. I'm just looking at the comments. I see Jaden again. And here we have Narcy in her natural habitat <laughs> geeking out over technology. Oh, did you open like uh Yeah, I opened up TikTok. Yep, yep, yep. Uh yes. I um I, I love technology. I have so much new gear that just came in, dude. Like Oh my god. I mean you already you've already seen the den. Like I'm geeking over fucking arcade machines and records. <laughs> That's like in my in my storage unit, I feel like I have about like I've got six guitars, I got two acoustics, I got two basses, I have like a piano set up, like That's amazing. The instrument that I play is currently in the storage unit. I'm a huge gearhead, like uh, we've played now like three times, and every single time after the performance, I just go to the stalls and check out the gear, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just popped this out of my ear. Someone just said I snitched on Jade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're reading the chat. I cannot read it because it's like behind the laptop because I didn't want to be talking to no one. Uh, I'm reading it. Hi, everybody. I can see all your comments. I hope you're all having an amazing day. Everybody go follow Nerds Order Music. Hopefully next time we can do a call live stream through TikTok. Hopefully. I got to post more on TikTok. I've barely been using it because I've been so busy with the Instagram and the YouTube. Yeah, unfortunately, you need over a thousand followers. Which is so stupid. I also yeah. have to work on the spot, the Spotify and the Apple Music. We got approved on Apple, so I have to start uploading all the podcasts digitally on oh. there. So that's nice. Oh, man, I wish you the best of luck. It's a hustle. Oh, it is. It, it is. It is. Working on social media, trust me, I would know. Yeah, I'm it's, it's a hustle. Like I, I'm just trying to get a normal job, just so I can make enough to get out of here. It's like I got a multitask. Uh, but it's been fun, and honestly, I love doing stuff like this. I mean, we all got. What'd you say? Me too, man. Like I said, we all gotta do what we gotta do sometimes, you uh, know, just to make ends meet and uh, yeah, the get out of bad situation. The audio cut for like a split second, hence why I was asking because it was like, wait, what? Yeah, no, I feel you. Man, thank you so much for your time today. I really, Honestly, really, really appreciate it. I had a blast. I always, I love talking with you. It's so much fun. And I will definitely send some, some of the lyrics I'm working on to you later. Like, I've been tweaking a little bit. I just started writing like four days ago. <laughs> and I've already gotten two projects on the way. Please do. I'm going to get back to my TikTok chat. I think I need to All scroll right. up and see what's going on here. All right. <laughs> you have an awesome day. And take care. Take care, family. Take care, No Hugs family. See you guys later. See you, see you Zach. Thank you for your time, man. Aren't you tired of the mother say your doorstep? Do the tears make you lose your sleep? Let me share the lead.